0: You are listening to the Star Coach Podcast with Meg Renschler, episode 63. Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, Take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rinchler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Happy holidays from Star Coach Show. Thanks for joining us. If you're celebrating Hanukkah that ends at sundown tonight, I hope you've had a wonderful Hanukkah. And for those of you celebrating Christmas on Monday, have a very Merry Christmas and we'll connect again after Christmas. But thanks for joining us and thanks for having the Star Coach show be part of your holiday season. I want to send a special hello and welcome to our Star Coach membership community as we Close out the year. It might be a good time for us to look at assessments. And the assessments that we're going to look at today are specific to emotional intelligent assessments. Our guest is Ed Hennessy, who is a master training partner in emotional intelligence EQI 2.0 and EQ360. Ed and his team at Leadership Call work with individuals and organizations through a blended approach that can include any of a number of things. And one of the things that they do is EQI 2.0 certification. They also offer workshops and assessments for people. They do leadership development, coaching, they offer presentations, and you'll see he does public speaking around this emotional intelligence important stuff. But the key thing is, is that Ed and his wife are specialists in emotional intelligence. And he is going to share with us not just information about the EQ certification that he's certified in, but also the three major emotional intelligence assessments and is kind enough to give us an overview of all three of those assessments and how we as practitioners might want to choose the assessments that we use in our practices, since it is definitely an investment of time and money and energy to, to and we want to be sure we're bringing the best product forward that fits for us and fits for our clients. So Ed gives great information about these three assessments that he'll focus on, but also gives a whole lot of resources for us to explore. So let's go to our interview with Ed Hennessy. Ed, I want to welcome you to Starcoach Show. Thank you for spending time with us
1: this morning. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm very glad to. Thank you, Mike.
0: You know, I a little story about Ed and I that shows the value of LinkedIn. Ed and I were at a function, a, a coaching function, oh, a couple months ago, huh? And we looked at each other and we said, where have we met? We both recognized each other and I knew that we sort of knew each other, and then we realized that we know each other because we're LinkedIn together, and we sort of communicate through LinkedIn. So a little a little shout out to LinkedIn and the way that you can stay connected with fellow professionals. Well, and,
1: yeah, I was going to say we're, we're I think we said we're now LinkedIn legitimate, right? We're
0: yes, really? that's right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And Ed was also on my list of people to contact because of his work in the field of emotional intelligence and in looking at his profile and and what he posts. I just knew I wanted to have him on the show. So, Ed, tell us a little bit about what you do in the field of emotional intelligence in in the coaching world.
1: Sure. Absolutely. Thank you, Meg. So, our business leadership call is my wife, Chris, and I. So, as a husband and wife team, we work in this field of emotional intelligence. So, so right there, I can say emotional intelligence does work because Chris and I are able to work, as a husband and wife team, able to work very successfully in that, not only, you know, professionally, right, uh, in our relationship, but personally as well. So, it just means a lot because we, we've seen so many benefits from it and we've been able to, to share EI with people around the world. Uh, and it's great to see the impact that it has. So our focus uh, primarily, we are emotional intelligence consultants and master trainers. So a big part of what we do is provide emotional intelligence certification training to our clients around the world. And that is, you know, individual executive coaches to uh, internal coaches to human resources, learning, training and development organizational development people as well, really anybody that has an interest in bringing this language of emotional intelligence into their practice or organization. So they come to us to get trained in uh, the EQI 2.0 assessment. Uh, We've been doing that since uh, 2012, been involved with yeah, I really since about 2009, but training people around the world now since about 2012. And we, we've been very fortunate now to have hundreds of individual clients and corporate clients around the world. So a big part of our business is providing that certification training. Now, when we're not providing that certification training, we're actually out using this wonderful instrument, the EQI, with our corporate clients. And this is some of the things that I think coaches will be excited about. And we provide emotional intelligence workshops. We provide 360 programs. We provide individual assessment. We provide webinars and presentations. I mean, EI is such a hot topic. So there are so many different ways that emotional intelligence services can be facilitated. So when we're not training people on how to do that, we're out using it ourselves. And we only use two assessments in our practice. So I think that also speaks to the power of emotional intelligence as well. So how we got into it was I was uh, prior military, I was in the military, I was in the army, got out, got into the world of executive recruiting. And long story short, over the course of About 12 or 13 years, had thousands of conversations with organizations about what they want to be. And Meg, I think we, and everybody out there that's listening would agree with this. I mean, organizations want people that are smart. Right, that have IQ. They want people to have the right of professional experience. But then we know there's this other piece. Now, in the past, you know, we used to call it soft skills or people skills or whatever it might be, but I think we all now realize that we now call that emotional intelligence. So it's this third critical area in what organizations want in people. And we were just able to leverage, you know, all those really thousands of hours of conversations and looking at competency models. In, as the foundation for emotional intelligence. So that's sort of where it all began.
0: Excellent. And and you've touched on this a little bit, but can you go a little bit deeper into what do you think makes EQ such a hot topic in corporate America, in just, you hear it over and over now, maybe even compared to
1: five, 10 years ago? Yeah, absolutely. I think that the big thing there, you know, drawing on my military connection, there's this military acronym that's now used, and it's been used in the business board world for a little while, it's called it's called VUCA, which it stands for volatility, volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity. And it's the nature of the business world we think about. So if you think about since since 2010, right, we have seen in this very short period of time compared to the past, since 2010, we've had companies like Dropbox, and you mentioned LinkedIn and you know Uber and Snapchat and WhatsApp and all these, you know, all these served Airbnb, right? all these service-based technologies have blossomed out of this growing technology trend and in a very short period of time. Become, the, the one thing about those companies is they're all multi-billion dollar organizations, right? And so we have this business world that is unlike anything we've ever seen before. And so leaders and individuals need to be prepared for this volatility, this uncertainty, this complexity, this ambiguity, because it's throwing traditional business models out the window, right? And so if we look at what's, what is the need? What is the desire of organizations out there today? Just as a quick example, the Center for Creative Leadership, right? Which I think we all recognize. published. I'm certified
0: their- by the Creative Center for <laughs> Creative Leadership. They do great trainings. Go ahead. Yeah,
1: there you go. So we talk about what are they looking for in what do they publish that, that organizations are looking for in leaders? They're their four their four core elements, self-awareness, right? So emotional self-awareness, understanding how our emotions impact others. Communication, right? So we can build trust, which is based in emotional intelligence. Our ability to create influence, right? To be able to, to network across boundaries and barriers and strengthen relationships with people. And then we talk about learning agility, right? So one of the questions, and I, and I love this question that Corn Ferry puts out, they say, you know, what learning agility does is it allows leaders to know what to do when they don't know what to do. In other words, how do you lead when you don't know what to do, right? How? So as a business leader, when you're facing this VUCA world, how do you navigate through all, right? And they talk about these different types of agilities, mental agility, right? So, be able to to think critically, making connections that have never been seen before. We talk about people agility, right? Being able to connect to people and lead through tough situations. So, that certainly connects to emotional intelligence. We talk about change agility, right? Dealing with the discomfort of change. And I can tell you within that, change agility Is a leader's ability to embrace risk, which is centered on self confidence and emotional self awareness and some emotional intelligence skills. We talk about results agility, right? So, results agility is about delivering results in situations we've never seen before by inspiring teams, right? And as a leader, exhibiting confidence so people can believe in themselves and others as we navigate through these challenges. And then again, they weave through in that self awareness, right? So, we see again through these key In the highly identifiable business organizations boiling down key concepts of what they're looking for in people to be successful today, we see this emotional intelligence story or links to skills of emotional intelligence being weaved through these key concepts. Even this the International Coach Federation, the ICF, right, publishes on their website, hey, what are the benefits of using a coach? Right? Enhanced decision-making skills. So we just talked about, right? All those Mm -hmm. things about being able to, to lead people through. Difficult situations and challenges which are connected to skills of emotional intelligence. ICF website says greater interpersonal effectiveness, right? The ability to build relationships with other people. So, you know, how important is trust, right? Stephen Covey talks about the the speed speed of of trust.
0: trust. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's other, there's science now out there about oxytocin, which is a bonding chemical. And... As we leverage relationships, it builds. So there's not only you know, this concept of emotional intelligence, there's science behind it. The ICF website even goes on to talk about increased confidence and the list doesn't end there. So it talks about right straight from the ICF website, right? Improve self-confidence, improve relationships, improve communication, improve work-life balance. Mm-hmm. All of that, Meg, the, the, we, can, we can all look at that. And if we step back for a moment and take a look, what are we going to see? Knowing ourselves better, knowing others being able to leverage those relationships, being able to build trust and work together collaborative with people as we work through challenges that the business world may have never seen before. So from that, we can start to see this emerging story of emotional intelligence and why it is so popular today.
0: And when you work with, I can see coaches definitely wanting to kind of get on the EQ bandwagon, learn, grow. What's your experience with companies and them getting on board and understanding? I can imagine that the science behind it is certainly helpful in that.
1: Oh, yeah, without a doubt. So, the the science is key. Now, there is, or excuse me, there are quite a few emotional intelligence assessments on the marketplace today, without Mm -hmm. a doubt. But you can go to Google and type in, you know, free emotional intelligence quiz and write and take one and and but you and I both know you get what you pay for, right? right? So so the sci- the science is is a key part of that and there are some some really important things we want to understand as we look at the science of EI. The first one is is we look at the marketplace and we think you know okay what are the what are the key assessments that are out there? Well, even before that, we should look at what are the questions you know that somebody should think it. So if a coach is considering Adding an emotional intelligence assessment to their practice. What are. And
0: I've got to say, uh, that is one of the questions that I get on a regular basis. There's so much out there, cool. there's so many different assessments. How do I even begin? To navigate because every assessment that you choose to add to your box is an investment in time and energy and resource so that you can get really good at, you know, so you certify people. Those people are obviously paying for that certification. So what kinds of questions should coaches be asking vendors and different instrument providers on what, what the value is that they bring?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and I would share the, the, the question that we get asked the most because we're using it, right? So the question we get asked the most, that the coaches would get asked the most is what, is, what is the science behind your assessment, right? Who recognizes it? So the American Psychological Association, the APA, I think everybody's familiar with with that organization. So they have a ranking for assessments. And one of them is what we call a level B, the B as in Bravo. So a level B, so that's the first question that We should look at when we're considering an emotional intelligence assessment. Is it recognized as a level B assessment by the American Psychological Association? Right there, that one question will eliminate a significant number of emotional intelligence assessments in the marketplace today. It's not that they aren't good assessments, right? It's just what is the science and the research behind that assessment, right? So, So if you're
0: really marketing an assessment that you've been trained and and certified in, you being able to say that it's a Level B APA assessment is a big thing.
1: It is a real big deal because it specifically speaks to the research and the science behind the assessment. The What we say, the psychometrics, right? The reliability, the validity. Also, being a Level B, the APA says you have to be certified to use it, right? So, you know, so if you look at making your coaching business, right, very marketable to key organizations because the world we're in now, Meg, is different as it relates to EI is different from five or six years ago. Five or six years ago, people are still like, well, you know, kind of what is emotional intelligence? Can you share exactly. that? With you? The marketplace is significantly more educated now. They're not gonna ask you what EI is. They're gonna ask you who recognizes your assessment. Tell me about the psychometrics, what is the reliability and the validity? And all of that can be answered simply by saying, Well, this assessment that I'm using in my coaching practice is recognized as a level B by the American Psychological Association. So all of those, you know, I's have been dotted and all those T's have been crossed. So that is one of the first questions that you want to be prepared. The number one that you want to ask and number two, you want to be prepared to answer. The other thing is that who recognizes it beyond just the the APA? There's an organization out there called the Consortium of Emotional Intelligence. So there's a website called, I think it's EIConsortium.org. But if you Google it, you'll find it. And what it is, is a global think tank of sort of all the recognized thought leaders in the field of emotional intelligence. So very informative website. You can go there and see a number of the EI assessments that are out there and recognized by the Consortium of Emotional Intelligence. So in there, we have people like Ruben Baron and Daniel Goleman and uh, Peter Salovey and John Merritt. So some of these others who are sort of recognized thought leaders in the field of EI. So that is a good place to go to also see if the EI assessment you're considering is listed and recognized by this group. Not to say you shouldn't use it if it's not, but it's also a big plus if it you're is. You're just
0: giving sort of best practices.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The other thing to look at, uh, what's also published is what's called it's by the Bureau Center Institute. It's B U R O S. It's Bureau's Institute, and so the Bureau's Institute publishes every year their Mental Measurements Yearbook, and so it's basically this assessment or test orientation and evaluation, all the assessments that are out there, and allow you. They have a searchable database that you can search to see if the assessment you're considering is listed, and is it you know how is it evaluated, and what is the information on it? So. If you search Google for Bureau's Institute, you'll be able to find that organization as now, well. Now, does
0: that organization, the assessments beyond even EQ assessments, is that just a good resource to have on any assessment that a coach might be thinking about having? That,
1: yeah, that's a great resource to have on, on pretty much any assessment. That is that's out. great to know. Yeah, absolutely. So, if you so there with that, the next question is, okay, so if we apply that criteria right, to looking at the assessments or the emotional intelligence assessments that are out there in the marketplace today, you know, what are, what are some of the ones that pass that criteria, right? So, there's sort of top a top three in terms of emotional intelligence assessments that are out there. And so, I'm going to borrow a little bit from Daniel Goleman because most people know the name Daniel Goleman. Yeah, and I
0: think he's okay with you borrowing. his His Intelligence, go ahead. Yeah,
1: because I'm about to give him a good plug. Um, yes. So, so most people, as they look at emotional intelligence, they're going. They they may see the name Daniel Goleman. Of course, he's a pioneer in the field of EI. And his assessment, the esci the Emotional Social Competency Inventory, and that's again, the ESCI. Now, they were it was originally published by by the Hay Group. The Hay Group a couple of years ago. Was bought by Corn Ferry. So if you're looking for information on Goldman and the Hay Group and his assessment, you're probably gonna end up at the Corn Ferry website. Uh and there's some information you can find out there. But in his book, uh, there's actually a book, it's a super book, Emotional Intelligence in the Brain, and it's called just that Emotional Intelligence in the Brain, New Insights. So if you're really interested about the science behind EI. And there's significant and, and really interesting science about how EI is mapped in the brain. Uh, that is a great book. It's a fairly easy read. So again, it's called Emotional Intelligence and the Brain, New Insights. In that book, Goldman goes into what he considers are the three leading models of emotional intelligence in the world today, right? Obviously his, right? So let's yeah. start. All right. <laughs> he okay. starts with all right. his, yeah. yeah. Right. So let, in all fairness, right? So let, let's start there, right? So his His assessment, the Emotional Social Competency Inventory, now it is based on a four-quadrant model of emotional intelligence, which is is sort of become this internationally recognized four-quadrant model of EI. So we talk about, his model talks about self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, and relationship management. So now within each one of those quadrants, there are additional sort of subsets of skills and competencies that are measured by his assessment, right? So... One of the interesting things about his assessment, now, Goldman, as opposed to others, so Goldman is not a believer in individual self-assessment when it comes to emotional intelligence, which some people don't know. Some people do know. But through his assessment, you take that in a 360 version. Now, you know, as coaches, we're all, I'm sure, familiar with what a 360 assessment is, right? So with his, but that with his, though, that is the only way you can take his assessment.
0: Okay. And I am going to take a quick timeout because occasionally I do get that question of what's 360. So 360 is when other people give you the feedback, that you get the feedback from people who might work below you, next to you, above you. So 360 feedback on that EQ assessment. So go ahead.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and the key thing with the 360 assessment, it's powerful perspective. And so we see it used a lot of time with, with senior leadership. We see it used for succession planning. The challenge with a 360 assessment is there's that- There's challenges, it, yes. yeah. Well, there's a lot of challenges <laughs> to make sure it's done the right way and facilitated the right way to get the right outcome. But one of the challenges is just for, you know, if you have a, a frontline leader or an individual performer that is looking for emotional intelligence-based Development, a 360 assessment or what we call a program might be too big of a step, right? It may just be better that they had some individual self-assessment as it relates to emotional intelligence so they can learn about learn some things about themselves and how they see themselves from the EI perspective and have some development based on that, which which is powerful. And a lot of organizations are looking for solutions there. The challenge with the ESCIR Goldman's perspective is that you can only take it in a 360 version.
0: Okay, so, so that's good. A, fe- that's good information to have.
1: Yeah, so there's a little bit of a limitation there, but it is still a highly regarded, highly recognized assessment. It's considered the level B, like we talked about by the APA. To become certified in the ESCI, uh, you actually do have to apply. You have to actually, believe it or not, send in a copy of your resume. They look at your educational background. They look at the coaching work you've done. It's rather an extensive process, and quite frankly. Not everybody gets in, so right, which uh, is
0: why it's a selection process. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So they they have to interview. You know, they interview you telephonically to talk about your credentials, your professional history, and so on. So you know, while there's some benefit there there are some exclusions for people that may just be getting starting in their coaching practice and, and not meet that criteria. So, uh, Right. Think- well,
0: and I would think, and I this is completely, I don't know this, but I would think with that extensive of a process, it might also be a very expensive certification process. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, th- that is true. It is rather on an expensive side. I don't know. I know I've looked at the, the, the certification cost in the past. I can't remember what I thought in my head, but I know it, it tends to be Compared to others that are out there, it does tend to be a little bit on the expensive side.
0: Okay, uh, so so that's something else to kind of consider. Yeah, absolutely. Good information about that.
1: Super, yeah. Now, one of the other models that Goldman talks about in his book is called the mesquite. It stands for the mayor salovey caruso emotional intelligence test Uh, now that the mesquite is published by multi-health systems that are they're out of toronto canada they've been in business for about 30 over 30 years they're a leading global provider of psychological assessments worldwide so a highly regarded organization also the mesquite you know Grant has a little bit of buzz behind it uh, because Peter Salovey happens to also be the president of Yale, this little school up in Connecticut that most people might be familiar with, right? And, and now, in Yale does actually have its own center. This is very cool. Yale has its own center for emotional intelligence on campus, so they do a lot of work uh, with their MBA students. Uh, if you're in, a little side note, if you're interested in. Emotional and social learning for children. They have this phenomenal program called the RULER program that is headquartered by a doctor, headquartered out of Yale, run by a gentleman named Dr. Mark Brackett. So, if you're interested in applications of emotional and social learning for children, you should look at the uh, the RULER program. RULER. Yeah. R-U-L-E-R. Okay. Really. Uh, and it all it's all stands in acronym. And I can't remember exactly what right, it is. Right. That's okay. Yeah. But so with the Mesquite, now the Mesquite again is also a, a level B assessment. Now they have a a four dimension model that talks about, another. it's similar to Goldman's, but this one talks about perceiving, uh, how we perceive emotional information, how we use emotional information, sort of how we understand emotions uh, in ourselves and others, then how we sort of regulate and manage that. Now, the mesquite has several scoring options. With the mesquite, though, it is a test. It's called the, again, it's called the mesquite test. Goldman's is an assessment, and this is a big deal. The mesquite is a test. With a test, you can have a more correct answer or a less correct answer, all right? So, Goldman's is an assessment, right? Mesquite is a test. Now, it's a highly regarded assessment. It shows, you know, again, responses that are either sort of more correct or less correct compared to a normative sample. Uh, it's also not available in a 360 version. Right? So a highly regarded assessment used worldwide, level B recognized by the APA, but it is a test. and sometimes that can be a little bit of a hurdle. If you're trying to bring emotional intelligence into an organization telling people they're going to take a test. Can Could
0: be, have some negative connotation, possibly.
1: Yeah, not to say that it mm-hmm. can be overcome, but it is right. something to just keep in mind. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, the third assessment that Goldman recognizes, it's actually the one that, that we use, that Chris and I use in our practice. It's called the EQI 2.0, or uh, standing, reg- standing EQI standing for emotional quotient inventory. Now, the EQI is based on the work of Doctor Reuven Baron, so Baron created the first what he called Baron EQI. He started his research back in the 80s, and it was his premise around emotional intelligence was you know why do why do people who graduate from college with a C you know grade point average end up having you know or the only flip that around is its premise was why do people who graduate from college with an A right GPA end up working for people who graduated from college with a C right in other words okay. Being smart is great, but there's a whole lot more to being successful and right. being a successful leader than just how smart we are, and we all know that now. But back in the '80s, we wouldn't have, right? Yeah, that was the premise for for his his work, and, and that was research that he facilitated over 20 years. The EQI was originally tested on a couple hundred thousand people worldwide. Uh, it was been it was used globally for 15 years. Then it was relaunched in 2012. By Multi Health Systems, who also publishes the Mesquite, right? So it was relaunched in 2012, now as the EQI 2.0. And so it's based on a five composite sort of circular model. So we have first composite being self-perception. In other words, our acute understanding of ourselves that has connections to self-awareness and confidence, pursuing things that that mean something to us and self-development. It's a second composite of self-expression, which is how we take that internal perception. And then we begin to share it outwardly. So how do we express ourselves? How do we share our emotions with the people around us? So it has connections there to very powerful, what we call authentic leadership right? So it's just a a key thing that a lot of leaders and organizations are looking for today is how how do we show up as transparent and real and believable, being able to create influence and buy-in to the people in our organization? Well, a big part of that is being able to effectively express ourselves and share our emotions in a way that resonates with others. We talked about the interpersonal composite. So the interpersonal composite is our ability to build healthy emotional relationships with the people around us. So we have things like trust, where we talked about Covey and the speed of trust. And nothing really happens without trust. So, our ability to build trust in the relationships we have around us to generate a level of respect, right? To show appreciation. All of that, Meg, fosters effective communication, Mm -hmm. collaboration, a willingness for people to give, uh, to go above and beyond. There's connections in that to employee engagement, right? And then we talk about this fourth composite of decision-making, Right. Which we've seen now show up through the Center of Creative Leadership, even the ICF website as well. So our ability to really understand emotions as we work through challenges with others. So to be able to effectively collaborate, right, to be able to see things from a very objective and unbiased perspective. Right. Mm -hmm. And then we talk about one thing that I know we can all relate to these days, stress management right? Our ability to to handle stress. So I like to call it the resiliency composite. So our ability to sort of handle all the change that life's going to throw at us with a positive attitude. So it's circular in nature because all of those five composites connect to each other. They build on each other. And this assessment also has a separate level of measure of well-being. So we know, you know, in, t- in today's world, self-care, well-being, happiness are critical aspects to success as well. So That is the assessment that we use in our coaching practice, the one we focus on. So those three, right, the ESCI by Goldman, Mm -hmm. the Mesquite, right, public, I'm sorry, let me back up. So the ESCI, again, published by the Hay Group and Corn Ferry, Daniel Goldman's assessment, the Mm -hmm. Mesquite, Mayor Salovey Caruso Emotional Intelligence Test, published by Multi Health Systems, and the EQI 2.0 also, based on the original work by Baron, also published by Multi Health Systems.
0: Can I ask you something about that third one? So, that I'm assuming is a self. It's an assessment that the the client themselves takes. It's not a 360.
1: Yeah, thanks. Super question. Thank you. And I forgot to mention that. So, so the Mesquite is individual assessment, no 360. Goldman's is 360, no individual, right? right? The EQI 2.0 is an individual self-assessment and A360.
0: So it offers more, it has more options to be able to leverage it.
1: Yeah. So the EQI 2.0 has what we call a workplace report, kind of that individual performer report. It's Mm -hmm. got an individual self-assessment leadership report. It also has a group report. So that's very exciting because there's a lot of work today around that coaches could add to their practice around group or team-based emotional intelligence development. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: All the different things you were talking about are such, I mean, if we were to kind of step even beyond the value that you bring with bringing all those elements into the foresight for both a client and an employer, but just as a way to market yourself, I mean, all those things are things I would assume both clients and employers want to be able to leverage, be able to tap into.
1: Well, absolutely. Because you're right. You hit on three things there with the EQI can offer. It offers the individual assessment, right? It's uh, the self-individual self-assessment. It offers actually two 360s, a workplace 360 and a, a more uh, detailed 360 called the leadership 360. So you have individual assessment you have 360 assessment and then you have the group report which you can then facilitate with groups and teams so in, so a coach right can not only with the EQI can not only offer an individual assessment they can offer 360 and they can offer group based or team based emotional intelligence development as well so so three areas versus the others which may just offer one or the other
0: and you didn't mention this but I'm once again assuming that this is also a level B APA assessment. Yes.
1: yeah all, all three of those are all three of those are recognized by the APA as level B assessments you have to be certified to use them and so the, we talked about a little bit about the certification cost of Goldman's a little mm-hmm. bit on the expensive side the mesquite also a little bit on the expensive side the EQI probably a little more reasonable compared to the two others. And Since
0: that's what you do, can you tell us a little bit about what would be a process for getting certified in the EQI 2.0?
1: Sure. So getting certified in the EQI 2.0, we offer that uh, both online and in person. So and we've been able to certify people virtually around the world in our in our program right as master trainers chris and i facilitate our program of certification both options in person and online and online are identical curriculum the, the, the exercises are the same the training materials are the same so you just need to decide which which one would be better for you we have people come into dallas from around the world to get certified but we also have Clients in, you know, in Saudi Arabia and Chile and mm-hmm. France and England and, I mean, Trinidad and Tobago, we had somebody. Mm-hmm. I correctly never really was sure what that place was until we had somebody <laughs> ask us to, uh, to to attend certification. And now I know. So, so certification involves, once you decide which route you want to go, it involves um, obviously registering and then you go through pre-work which is you get a copy of the book, The EQ Edge, to read. So it begins to build your foundation around emotional intelligence in this model. You take three, you have three online e-learning modules to complete. So you learn about sort of, again, an additional foundation of emotional intelligence. You learn more about the science and the psychometrics. And then you learn, begin to learn about the 360. You also then take the individual EQI assessment. Uh, You go through a debrief uh, with me personally, and that's where, We take you through your individual results, and you begin to understand emotional intelligence skills that you use quite a bit that you can leverage, sort of considered strengths. It also reveals potential development opportunities, and we make connections to an action plan that you can then take going forward. Uh, And then you attend a two-day certification training. Again, whether that's uh, live or in person or live online, at the end of that, there's a final exam to complete. Uh, Once you do that, you are connected to multi-health systems. We are not a distributor. There's no distributor model. You purchase the EQI assessments directly from multi-health systems.
0: So about Uh, how many hours is the certification training?
1: Certification training is, let's see, there's two days, two eight hour days, that's 16 hours. That's just probably about 19 to 20 hours of actual training time. The two day back to back, eight hours each day, and then the pre work prior to that, you know, three to four hours there. So it is a very comprehensive, rather fast paced, and, and sometimes intensive download of information. And, be, and because of that, one of the things that Chris and I offer to our clients who come to certification for us, we offer free monthly free online refresher training so people come to us plug into this free training keep their skills fresh continue to dive deeper into the reports and continue to sort of build their own professional education around emotional intelligence and the different applications of it but then the cool thing about and i want to talk briefly about this portal it is a wealth of resources inside this portal uh, that the coaches have access to It's phenomenal resources on emotional intelligence but one of the things that's in there is uh, like a framework to how to run an ei workshop i mean so there are, the coaches come out of certification, not only understanding how to use the assessment and immediately being able to begin using it, but fully equipped with a wealth of resources to immediately start growing their emotional intelligence practice. Uh, so it's
0: very deep. There's a, there's a lot yeah. of support and resources and ways to support a coach to bring the best value to their clients and build their knowledge base.
1: Absolutely. You are, you are not left on an island. You you know you have questions. Hey, I'm now I'm certified. What do I go? How do I do this? Wealth of resources available to you to help you be successful in that regard.
0: Good. And I'm ICF CEUs at all?
1: Oh yeah, thank you. That's a little important, right? It tends to be a factor. Sometimes people are interested in that. Yeah. So our certification program, and thank you for asking that. Our certification program offers the coaches 17.5 hours of certification credits, 10.5 of core, which you know is a big one. It's a biggie. Yeah, 10.5 of core and seven of resource development.
0: Well, Ed, you have brought such a wonderful overall perspective of the three major EQ assessments, and just different places that we can access to ask those questions and to be really focused in what we choose to add to our practice. And I want to thank you for bringing your knowledge to us and being willing to so openly share about EQ and what it can do for us as coaches and for the clients that we work with.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Chris and I really appreciate the opportunity. And I would tell any, any coaches that are listening that are that are curious and that they have more questions, please reach out to us. Our our goal, our passion is to see people successful certification may be part of that journey. Our journey is to help people be successful. If they're interested, we like, you know, Hey, it Ed, Ed seems like kind of a nice guy, but I want to talk to some coaches that are already certified. Yeah. Let me know. We have, we have, you know here in the Dallas Fort Worth area many but not only that but around the world as well we have coaches that we've certified that I know would be glad to be references and and chat with other coaches about you know using the EQI and what that what that's been like
0: that's great so i will put ed's information on our resource page at starcoachshow.com so that you can link up with ed and ask questions and and i will also put the the different resources that you mentioned throughout the show onto our resource page cool Thanks, Ed. You have a great day. Thank you, Meg, very much. Take care. Ed gave so much information about those three resources that you might choose to listen to the show twice to just get it all down. But I did get the links. And the resources that he shared and those are available on the resource page at starcoachshow.com. So if you'd like to know more about Ed Hennessy and Leadership Call, as well as the different emotional intelligence assessments and links that he gave, those are available there. Also, while you're on starcoachshow.com, you'll want to sign up for the book giveaway. You can check out information about the membership site. And you can leave comments about any show right on our site if you'd like. If you enjoy the show, I would very much appreciate review on iTunes. Be sure to listen in next week as we have Donnie Bovine sharing with us about the sales process and getting out in front of our customers without being salesy. So until next week, this is Meg Renschler wishing you the very best for your coaching success. Have a fabulous week.